Okay, calibration is a process where a known input signal or a series of input signals are applied to the measuring system. Ooh, here's a good one. Okay. Error sources creating uncertainty in calibration. Through measurement, we try to obtain the value of the unknown. Oh, what the, I am not an engineer. You know, if you say calibration errors three times in a row really fast, I think it kind of sounds like extracalifragilisticexpialidocious. Okay, maybe it doesn't, but in my head, that was a funny joke. And if you can't say either of them really fast, you're probably just a normal person. Um, but I think that calibration errors is a hard phrase to say. And yes, I need my podcast that, but we're going to live with it and we're going to fly with it. And thanks for, you know, listening to me struggle, you know, in advance. I've re-recorded, I've re-recorded this podcast, this specific episode so many times and I'm kind of overdoing that. So even if there are mistakes in this episode, I'm going to fly with it because your girl just needs to get a thought out in the world. Originally, I was going to talk about recent bad experiences, not being able to wake up in the morning. And that's not because I have a hard time waking up in the morning. In fact, I'm a pretty solid morning person, but because my sugars have been so low that, you know, waking up has been hard. (laughs) Yeah, it's as scary as it sounds. And my sensor wasn't working, so I wasn't getting notified, you know, throughout the night that my sugar was so low that, you know, I was incapacitated. And I was gonna, and, and I probably will still write about this in my blog, you know, all of that. But I think what's more important than telling that actual story is the meaning behind that story. When I was waking up in the mornings feeling like something was wrong, the first thing I was doing was looking at my Dexcom app, which is the app that tells me what my sensor is reading my sugar to be. For diabetics out there, you know that sensor readings aren't as accurate as blood glucose readings. Literally, the sugar lives within our blood, so it's a more accurate measurement of what our sugar is. Sensors measure interstitial fluid, so it's kind of accurate, but it can be, but the accuracy of it can be impacted by a lot of different things. And so for like three days in a row, I was not able to wake up, but I was like, there's something wrong with me. But then I was looking at my Dexcom app each time going, oh, I just can't wake up in the morning. But then as soon as I checked my sugar, I realized my sugar was way off, really low, and it was super validating to know that. I know my body well, and I think that is the biggest reason why I want to start this podcast because we have all of these technologies that can read and measure, you know, what's going on in our bodies, but there's a very human experience behind that and all of the quote-unquote objective data that it's producing. You know, all all of these ideas that I have and all of this personal experience I have with diabetes technology is really the reason why I'm starting this podcast because I think there is so much to talk about when it comes to the human experience 
behind things like sensor technology. And there's so much missing, especially with interactions with healthcare providers when we use this kind of data to explain experience. There are so many wild assumptions that people make about what it's like to live with type 1 diabetes. But I really get frustrated when people think that diabetic technology has made our lives so much easier to the point in which we don't struggle to maintain and manage our condition. It's still really, really hard. And yes, like the advancements in technology have helped in some ways, but if we paint this picture that everything is really easy now, A, there's a bias towards using the technology and people who don't want to use it for whatever reason are then painted as like non-compliant. You know, from a doctor's perspective, why wouldn't you use something that's easier? Regardless of, you know, how they feel about putting something on their body all day, or maybe in my case, having a lot of scar tissue. Also in my case, the fact that it's not always very accurate. So again, like a lot of these things, you know, in terms of patient preference and experience have to accompany the conversation around technology health technology, especially, you know, devices that people are expected to be wearing all the time. And I don't always hear those conversations happening, especially when in the medical device space and like when it comes to advertising these devices. I am so sick of seeing Nick Jonas tell me I don't have to prick my blood or, you know, my fingers anymore because it's not accurate. And Dexcom knows it's not accurate. I don't know what the Dexcom advertising department's doing, but they're not it. They're not reading the user guides. <laughs> Maybe they should read the user guides. The education department, the advertising department, the pro- like they need to talk to each other. Over the past 30 years, over the past 10 years where I've been really like honing in my patient advocacy and also my work in health research and clinical trials, this this idea has become really important to me. And I also think just like the idea of a calibration error is a really great metaphor for just misrepresentation in general, especially when we're talking about technology, but also when we're talking about people and rhetoric. And for those who don't know this about me, I went to grad school for a program called Science, Technology, and Society. And I really focused a lot on the chronic illness and disability identity and where technology plays a piece and influences our identities. And for me, that's been super important as a diabetic because so much of my life and my patient experiences revolve around advancements in technology. And whether or not those technologies are visible to other people, whether or not I choose to make them visible, whether or not I disclose, you know, my illness. So I definitely want to talk a lot about that stuff and also just objectivity in general and epistemology because I'm a super big nerd when it comes to philosophy. And, you know, I really want to talk about clinical trials and the medical tech space and maybe even interview some of my friends who are working in academics, who are working in the field and also just like nonprofits, all of it. So I think it's a really open conversation for me right now, but I thought I'd just put it out there and the idea of it out there and yeah start start the conversation <laughs>